Hello everybody, and welcome back to A Couple Friends That Know Class. Today, in a long anticipated episode, we discuss the recently released FNAF movie, and discuss some of the finer points from both a theorist and lore lover, as well as a film critic perspective. Definitely a very fun episode with some new cast people who've come on as guests, and I think it was a really fun episode to record, so check it on out and enjoy the episode. Today we are back again to discuss the finale Lights of Freddy's movie that some of us watched and some of us did not, which is okay. But it's certainly a fun little thing. Hopefully those who have not seen it are willing for us to talk about it. Uh, spoiler abundantly, because um, that's probably how it's going to have to be. So are you, are you still planning on seeing it, or are you okay that we're going to discuss it? Probably. I'm planning on seeing it, but I'm fine with the spoilers. Okay, that's good, that's good. I also haven't seen it, but I feel like... I saw a lot of the lore and Markiplier videos and whatnot. This and is so true. Just I'm fine so with sports. you know, it's available on Peacock. So yes. if you are too lazy, go see it mm-hmm. in the theaters. It's mm-hmm. available on streaming. Thank you, Blumhouse. Very cool. Yeah, it's we also actually... available <laughs> yeah. on less legal websites. Yes. Oh, we, we don't need to talk about that. Of course, yeah, yeah, we don't talk about those. We did watch it here. Uh, a bunch of us in the room here. We watched it on Peacock. Um, so it, it, was, it was... Yeah, we watched it here with a nice light. We made a whole bunch of popcorn. We bought some of those... Uh, um, insomnia cookies, things which are really cool. So we got the, we got the cool packaging from that, which is awesome. We're here with a bunch of people today, some new people, some old people, some new people. We're here with Gason's back again. Yo, my What's mixology group. Excellent. Yeah, Calista mixology group is here. So yeah. we also have Callista. We have uh, you. How are you doing, boys? I'm Joe. Hi, Joe. We have Holden slash Dismari in the house. Hi, I'm Holden. You might recognize my voice from no Dungeons bitches. and Dragons, where I played Dismari. We can finally a very I like stupid Goliath. I do like that no now bitches. that now that the dis- now that D&D episodes Zero. are coming out, I can say we have Holden Dismari here, and yeah. it actually makes sense. We were we were referencing that earlier. We had not done those uploads yet. You yes. You missed the introduction on me. But Could yeah. yeah yeah no that that was we're, we're, uh, we're still we're still oh, okay, we're still cool. we're, we're still in the introduction zone. You Hi, I'm next. Kobe. I'm uh, I'm part of Callista's mixology group. I really like liquor, and that's where I'm at, but I'm also a very opinionated no man. I also have no taste buds. Unfortunately, Everclear burned them all off. Interesting. Um, biology about me. Drink some more, because you're still breathing. Yeah, you're right. I gotta get on that. And use. Well, hi, I'm Justin. Hi, Justin. I have nothing special to say about myself. Justin okay. is also in my mixology group. I am in the mixology that, that is group. He is Justin's the worst mixology bar group. on the planet. He is also <laughs> the worst... <laughs> He is also. Let's <laughs> chill the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's I was a- thrown into it, and no one you else. You sucked. Uh, uh, please blow me. He's also um, known as the group okay. alcoholic. Brother. Just as an FYI. The term Pause. alcoholic. Do not All right. tell. Yeah, uh, our professor asked me if I was an alcoholic, and I had the balls to say, eh, I don't know. And, I said yes. And then I took it. Do not. I'm the group leader of the group. Do not as uh, ask Oscar to fucking blow you. Callista to fucking blow you. All right, he's got two marks. <laughs> I didn't know he was this much mic. of a main character. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Fuck, I forget what my thought was now. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Okay, that's fine. Um, so, yeah, no, so really, really good. So, I guess people who did see it, what are your thoughts on it? It was interesting. I've never played the game, so I don't know how, how like, accurate it was. But I did enjoy the movie, and I hate horror movies for the most part. But this was, it was very intriguing. It was, like, one of those shitty movies that you like because it's bad more than because it's, like, actually good. I will say this, though. I did not... I was actually kind of surprised by Josh Hutcherson. Not going to lie. In what way? Well, A, I think he's a shitty actor, but uh, I think he did a pretty decent job. Even though he's in Howl's Moving Castle? Oh, yeah, he's he is in Howl's Moving, Moving Castle. The boy. He's the boy? Yeah. Damn. Not Howl, but like the little boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his apprentice or whatever. Yeah. Um, Damn, I did not fucking know that. <laughs> I know I Howl is Christian Bale. Yeah. N- yeah, I've never heard the name Josh Hutcherson in my life. I'm not gonna lie. What about the Hunger Games? The Hunger Games. Are you uncultured? Oh. Yes. He's yeah, he was also in Bridge to Terabithia. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Wait, he was in Bridge to Terabithia? He's the yes. boy in Bridge I sure to Terabithia. Did not recognize he was the kid in Bridge to Terabithia. Oh. Anyway. I also thought that he was like a really big baby face, but then like for the first time in this movie, I was like... He is adorable. All right, he's yeah. kind of hot in this. That's a little weird. Are all their iconic actor? We, of course, have Shaggy himself in this I as well. I love Matthew Lillard. Also, he's it's canon... It's canon that Shaggy and Captain America are related. Interesting. I don't want to explain how. Okay, you don't have to. I yeah, I, w- I guess I won't ask. I'll explain time. afterwards. I'll just I'll let, let everybody explain sit when we're not on fucking mic and There's wasting people's time. Too much later. red yarn on that cork board. So yeah, no, I I, I think me personally, um, I mean, like I said, like, like some of you guys already alluded to and mentioned, like there wasn't as much like also wasn't a lot of like different like gore and things in there. There was some things that were kind of like alluded to in many ways. Um, so it didn't have as much of that. However, I do think that like it hits on other fundamentals. It's kind of like a make a fun Venn diagram and a half, but didn't hit the half people were really looking for. But I definitely think that anyway, it's kind of a nice little thing to arc back to one's child thoughts and just to, just to see it. I think is fantastic. Um, even though it didn't like live up to the gore things, it's like perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, no. So I mean, I guess I, I would say I've, I've, I've seen the reviews. I would say I, I enjoyed it. It was a solid okay. What was the rating on the movie? It was PG-13, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, PG-13. I think if it got a rated R, I think it would have been better. I'll talk about more of that in my take about it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there's some good moments in there. I I did enjoy some parts of it. Yes. Yeah, I was really hoping that it would be rated R, but I do understand, like, the game, like, we all uh, played it when we were kids in, like, middle school and all Mm -hmm. that. Like, we would not have been able to see the rated R cut. Um, so I think they wanted it to reach a, a wider audience mm-hmm. and like yeah. the intended original audience, I guess, um, by making making it PG thirteen. Yeah, but the intended original audience when it, the game came out, because I know I didn't play it, so I can't like speak for everyone, but I know that it was really popular when we were in like middle school. So like the rated R audience, the audience that they were intending to reach, that was like uber into the game, were all like. 13, 14 when it first came out. So they're definitely, if it was a rated R movie, I it still would have reached the audience. When did, I think when did Five Nights at Freddy's come out? It came out. 2014. Yeah. It came out the same year that uh, Taylor Swift ni- original 1989 came out. Ew. <laughs> I not so. That's I not going to remember. That's not how I'm going to remember. It. I, think I, I, I just overall, saw, yeah. it did a really good job trying to encapsulate, like, what Five Nights at Freddy's is. It tried to reach a simultaneously, not quite a new audience, but like the younger audience that didn't quite get into the like the deep lore behind Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's. But it at the same time serviced those who were like 
really into Five Nights at Freddy's, who played it and grew up with it. It was really cool how they tried to truncate the story into a simpler, like, formula for mm-hmm. those that didn't quite get it. Um, Did you play the game? You look like a kid that played the game. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. I'm going to take that as a compliment. But, um, yeah, actually, I did play the original game. How how did you think it was, like, accuracy-wise? I don't know how, like, games based off, movies based off the of games go. But. It, with lore, try, it, it did a really good job, I think, of truncating the, I'm going to say, like, first three games yeah. into one movie. I agree. Truncating is a big word for Elmo. The way I'd put it is it somehow managed to get the establishment of two with the theming of one while simultaneously somehow getting the backbone of three yeah. to be okay. set up. Yeah. And I, it did a really good job with that, I yeah. think, overall. But, you know, it obviously had some errors. It, it, it had to ignore some things in the original story, but I think yeah. overall it was still really solid. I think it's a lot about the, kind of the core, not necessarily like keeping up, like, making it part of, like, I think a lot of people call it the game, like the game's canon universe kind of thing, but kind of just being like a, like you mentioned, it kind of touches on a lot of the, the points to kind of make it more of a cinematic thing. Yeah, but but like you said, I, I'm I know I'm saying exactly what you could have just said, but like, you know, it hits a lot of the points, of a, quite a few of them, gets you back into the things, shows you like, you know, your animatronics, which are in the, the you know, the game one vibe, like I said, while, while including themes of, of all the other ones as well. But then, you know, hitting our fundamental things, like I, I know like a lot of people liked the, um, uh, the video game style intro because you know your little mini game thing so kind of like showed like the background pieces um you know as we're kind of learning things I, I, so, I, so, like, like like i guess like you already said like you know kind of uh hits the points can i can i just add like i feel like personally i never played the games so i was never like into the lore of the entirety of the story behind it i feel like the way that they kind of like changed or alternated the storyline behind the movie it made it easier for people that did not play the game to understand yeah. kind of like the basic storyline versus like I feel like if they had kept it to uh, following the same timeline of the games it would have been just I think a bit more complicated to follow so yeah. I think that the alterations that they made to the movie made them made it easier for both players and non-players to follow along to the story because the players that have obviously like like seen all games before would know that it's not the same, but then again, the people that don't play it would also know that this is just like the basis of the storyline, and this is how it goes, and blah blah blah, and these are the characters and stuff. I just feel like they did a good job with yeah, that in I general. D- I really did like the fact that they, it was uh, the movie was pretty inclusive. Whether or not you played the games, it's still like the storyline and everything was still just as compelling, and you could still you could still follow along you didn't have to be like a major big time gamer to understand the movie which i feel like there are some movies that do that um and i didn't feel like i didn't play anything but it didn't feel like it was mis- like i know for some of the people that actually played the game they feel like there were some things missing but it didn't feel like there was anything like really missing from it sure. if that makes sense i i mean i agree with that um I think the unfortunate reality of like Five Nights at Freddy's in general is if you didn't know literally anything going into that movie, it still wouldn't have made much sense. But I think they did a really good job of trying to get, you know, the like really general audience who only knows like the baseline of Five Nights at Freddy's as well as the hardcore fans that knew the whole story. I think they did a really good job of, you know, trying to get everyone involved with that. Um, but like, because I guess I guess it comes down to you know, as a communications filmmaker, you can't like win all the battles. 
So I think by the end of the, what they did, kind of help them to win as many as as yeah. possible of what they were doing. All right, mind if I rip this movie apart? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this <laughs> is our optimistic thought. Here goes Gason. Fuck this movie. Well, sure. Okay. And then after Gason's opening thoughts, we'll go synopsis. Hang so go on. ahead. Do you? I just want to know. Did you like generally like the movie before you rip into this, or just I overall did not really enjoy this movie at all. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. So oh, this is going to be a different part of an opinion. This can be up for debate for us. But I'm taking this as a part-time film critic as well, and also someone who is familiar with all the FNAF lore, most of the FNAF lore, and also watched and played some of the games as well via Markiplier and all that stuff. Overall, I felt like there was too much lore shoved into one movie. I would have yeah. seen, like, you know, like standalone films, like, you know, how what MCU does and what did the DC Expanded Universe tries to do, what did Harry Potter do with the books, Hunger Games, all that stuff. I felt like if they spoon-feeded us more content and not prioritize fan service over this movie, I felt like they would do a better job. But anyways, back to the PG-13 rating I was going to say about. I felt like it was a little bit too much of a brace, like, using that. Like, you saw the off-screen kills, like, some of the off-screen dismemberment and all that stuff. I felt like it was a little constraint in terms of using the violence and the horror. Yeah, it was a little too censored. Than yeah, it should have been. It given felt like the all the kills were off screen, and all that stuff. I'm not gonna go more into the depth of that, but very much later. But honestly, it felt very constricted, like in terms of that. And I really did not see this as a horror movie. I felt like this was more of a thriller because knowing Blumhouse, having excellent movies like the Insidious series, uh, Sinister, and all that stuff, I felt like with the content they've been producing recently with Day Slash Them, the second Happy Death Day and all that stuff, I felt like it's very underwhelming. It's coming from, and also using this low budget, which was, I researched this up, for the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, this was about like $25 million for the budget. That's a pretty cheap movie. And I mean, the good thing is like how it's production of each scene and each stage production of it is just captivating and brilliant for this low budget. But I feel like in terms of just content of the movie itself, it kind of was exceeded, didn't really exceed my expectations in my view. That makes sense. That's valid. That's, uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it from uh, the fact of a, uh, a fan who, you know, grew up with it since it was, a, you know, originally announced. I was there for, like, the original movie announcement, which was same years ago. I'm on the, I guess, more positive spectrum of it, of, like, I'm just happy that the movie... Happened. exists it exists but also i think it did a good job of trying to encapsulate the spirit of what five nights at freddy's actually is and it had to unfortunately alleviate a lot of you know lore and like specific nitty-gritty details and i guess especially like rated r violence it had to alleviate that to reach a more general audience i'm just happy with the fact that honestly i can say the quality of the movie was not terrible as a lot of video game films are i expected like the animatronics and everything to be a lot cheesier than they actually were except for i'm not that gonna one thing say they were absolutely amazing i think like, they were pretty cupcake. good except that pillow fort thing seemed out of place for me oh yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah. i think there's a reason why that scene happened yeah yeah, yeah. it's I, I guess i guess that's the this is kind of where i'm saying once again and also once again as a room and as a bigger Either way is fine. We're open to all views on it. I think there's a lot of moments in there where I'm like, yes, cool. And a lot of moments where like that one there where I'm like, oh, this is out of place. I'm like, well, however, it does make sense because they are kids and they would want to make they want to make a pillow for it. Yeah. You know, but I'm just like, I just I just can never see the jump scaring animatronics being like, let's make a pillow for it and lay on the floor. But I see why. 
you you brought up jump scaring. I think that was something that was sorely lacking in the movie. Very lackluster. The entire franchise is built on, I think, simultaneously jump scares and general atmospheric horror slash lore. Yeah. They focused a lot on atmospheric horror, I think, throughout Mm -hmm. the movie. And in the parts that they really did focus on it, I think it was done well. However... I think, generally speaking, they really missed out on trying to make it a jump scare movie. I'm reflecting in my head right now. The only jump scares we had was Balloon Boy. Balloon yeah. Boy. I, I didn't like Balloon Boy at all. He's creepy. I hope he dies. I hope somebody <laughs> stepped on him. <laughs> like, probably I Corey Kenshin. Yeah, probably. I think the implementation He's of Balloon creepy. Boy is a very interesting idea based on how he worked in FNAF 2. Yeah. Um... Obviously, you know, I would have loved to hear his quotes going like, hi, and all that, but it wasn't. As a, like, uh, I guess a leprechaun doll is what his closest synonymous thing to real life is. Mm-hmm. I think it actually hi. worked pretty well. You know, you just open the locker and he's there to scare you. That's yeah. what he did in the hi. game, functionally. I think that was done pretty well. It's just generally, there were not many jump scares for a series that is known for having some of... Yeah, not exactly. I gu- I, Just the best jump scares, I guess. It was built on jump scares. You, you think back about what we know from the FNAF lore and different things, you know, like, oh, well, it's going to be like, you know, decapitation and stabby stabby murder and um, springlock failure, which we'll get to in a second. Um, but, like, you know, and there just wasn't a lot of, like, even if, like, you know, that, like, the break-in thing happened. Even if you came back and, like, the Amtronics were just, like, bloodied in one part, you'd be like, what happened here? There was none of that. Somehow they're perfectly clean after murdering people in the closets. Yeah. Well, yeah, they wash themselves off. It They're was children. They do their they do their like nighttime. No opposable thumb. It was it was quite unfortunate okay. that I think the PG thirteen rating held yeah. back a lot of no, just general effects to what yeah. could have been happening. I, yeah, it, like over it. I think it over-censored the movie. It it did. Um, specifically, I think like the fort scene. I think for the context of what the movie set up, I think it was a really good job. I know mm-hmm. generally for FNAF that was really. I guess, light and, like, not really what FNAF Mm -hmm. is. But I think for what they tried to do with the truncated story, it worked pretty well. Yeah. Like, they're all kids. They all want to have fun. But at the same time, it wasn't, you know, bloody. I think that was, like, the whole thing with the pillow fort was kind of like, like, the kids were kids in the animatronics, but they're still inherently evil because they're trying to, like, seduce the little kid, the, um, uh, Josh Hutcherson's, um... Abby. Um, Abby. Um, they're trying to make make Abby like them and want to stay with them so that they can kill her, make them one of them. It's obviously an evil, like, overtone with it, but there's a bit more, I don't know, I guess nuance would be the better way to put it with, like, the, the general story of the original lore. I think... One second. Window team, what's going on over there? Yeah, what's going on with the window? I don't know. I thought I heard some police sirens. Yeah, me too. And I thought I saw some lights. Yeah. That's why I was like, window team, what's well, going on over there? Only for a second. I... I, I didn't dare to move or look too close. Should we recruit them for the neighborhood watch? Too much disturbance. I'm not seeing oh, anything. There's really bright lights down the street, though. They're doing so I don't great know neighborhood uh, watching reports. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe they don't like our FNAF Jesus. lore. Yeah, I don't know. It's fine. They need to learn to respect okay. Five Nights at Freddy's. Yes, of absolutely. We just Freddy alone. I think especially mm-hmm. after that movie. it's yeah. It really brought itself out to a, I think, general audience version. Yeah. Obviously... A lot of nuances missed. Obviously, mm-hmm. some plot points have to be missed to truncate everything. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's kind of like a thing. I, I'm trying to figure out how to put like into like conversational words, but like sometimes like I know like a lot of series that come out like on streaming services right now, like come out like the first two episodes, like when they first come out, 
And it's because, like, in order to kind of, like, make the plot progress the right way, like, they have to, like, do a lot of, like, building in the first episode. So they, so they only gave you the first episode, then be like, oh, this is boring. And But they give you episode one and two, so you see the building and the plot begins, and you're like, okay, now I'm into this. But they, they should be able to pace it correctly. And so I think a lot of it is, like, yeah, like, yeah, it truncated a lot of it together to, like, be like, all right, here's the movie thing. And not be like, oh, well, that was cool, but I feel like it's unfinished, and then, you know, oh, I gotta wait for the next one. Um, which, of course, rumors are already speculating um, that... Like, all right, cool. Sister location, let's do it. Yeah, cause I, I think you definitely see the effects of the things being put together. I, I think a big piece of it is that, like, you see what they put together for the movie, and you're like, okay, what, like, also, like, list of lore things. We didn't see any of those. Um, and then so you kind of feel like, oh, because we know so much just from theories. Um, then you're like, a game theory. Yeah. We'll, go, we'll also get to that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, you see, you see, like, oh, you feel like, oh, it's it's lacks something, but it's only because we haven't like deep deep dove the lore. But I do find it interesting that like now, like the internet has been, the fire has been rekindled, and like let's speculate. What is Abby? Who are Abby and Mike? Are they Henry Emily's children in this universe? You're like, oh, let's go. The theories are back, um, which is exciting um, for me. I think um, taking taking away from the storyline, um, from a like physical perspective. Very cool. So I know that Jim Henson's Creature Workshop worked on those animatronics, so they're they're Muppets by design. They're Just pro. I love Muppets. No, Yay. Yeah. So they're super cool, and they look they look really realistic and you know really nice and and cuddly and stuff. I think I know one of my favorite bits um, was that um, ending bit where you're like, okay, cool. You're like, oh, that is not an animatronic in animatronic mode. That is a dude. Let's tase him. That didn't work. Very intense moment. We were like, let's go. He is here. Um, and of course, again, the speculators were correct. Our boy Matthew Liu has has returned. But I think that was kind of a cool moment in there because it was kind of like a, I don't know, he said, he, said, he, said, he said the thing. I always come back. It's crazy. Yes, insane. But I do want to draw an opinion of mine. Of course. I feel like the introduction of Vanessa was a little bit too early. Like, say if this mm-hmm. is, like, a five-film franchise, sure. I felt like Vanessa should be introduced in, like, the third or fourth film, I feel like. I, I do agree with that. Um, But I think if there was not confidence in the fact that this film would be successful and could spawn a franchise, if you look at it from that perspective, I think the introduction and storyline of Vanessa was done pretty all right yeah. for, for, the for what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again... I know I'm being like a very big optimist on this. Um, How am I gonna be an again, optimist about this? <laughs> I really Back just I wasn't expecting this movie to be good, and I I really just like to sing its praises because if you have silver eyes, <laughs> <laughs> genuinely, I'm just amazed that a video game movie of a video game that I truly love and is generally speaking a niche game was done so well, and you can tell at least from the production mm-hmm. side. There was a lot of loving care from yeah. the base material put into it. I just think that, you know, they weren't confident in it being amazing. Obviously, we all saw the, I don't know if, I, I guess actually, I don't know if everyone saw it. The review scores for it were terrible. Yeah. Um, obviously, because I just, at this point, think reviewers are out of touch with a lot of things of what people truly want. They look at it as a film grading thing. Once again, this is interesting. Cause I think it's like a lot of it partially is built on some people being like, oh, okay, cool. I know this. I know a little bit about this to kind of supplement what's happening in the movie. So it's like, okay, I can I can connect a few dots. The movie did not connect itself, which it should. You know, business storytelling should be able to still connect most of its points. Um, but then also, so yeah, you go into it as a film critic. I'm not saying this about you. 
Um, <laughs> and then just be, and, 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 then, and then just be like, as a swimmer who's that? Who's that? What is the FNAF? You know, and be like, what is this movie? This is. We, I, th- I think. I think part of it, like I said, with the labor of love, gets backed by that. However, on the other hand, yeah, as a movie, you know, I think it was. It's a movie to be like, yeah, this exists. This is really awesome. I'm going to finally see this. However, I'm not saying it's the next cinematic masterpiece to be analyzed in all film classes yeah. going forward. Um, just wanted to let you know, guys. I just looked this up on BoxOfficeMojo.com. Five Nights at Freddy's made domestically ninety-two million dollars. Yay! So get fucked, film critics. And that's it's it's it, right. it, it, it's only second. I saw something that was only, it's only second to the Mario movie and some like a box opening weekend thing. Believe so, and also beat it the Taylor Swift era's movie. Yes, as it should. Let's go. Fuck Let's Taylor go. Swift. Let's go. Let me slander Taylor Swift while we're on the topic. I hate her music, not her as a person. I just don't think that she takes enough risks on her music. All of her music sounds like the same fucking song over and over and over again, and. I just can't stand her music. Sorry, I hate her voice. Nobody, I think no it's terrible. Crime. Nobody, no crime was actually kind of good, but I hate her music. I like um, Hot Take. I do like Bad Blood, but it's only for the Kendrick Lamar vo- Lamar verse because I love Kendrick Lamar. Um, but yeah, fuck Taylor Swift. Um, Window team, analyze. Kowalski analysis. Whoa. Oh wow. We got lights out there. We got a police escort out there. We have one now. police car pulling into the library, followed by a car, which is indicating, of course, followed, followed by another by car. Another car. Oh my God, this is a full followed police by another police we car. We have a convoy here. What <laughs> <laughs> the heck? All right. Um, back to the. I think Taylor yeah, yeah. Swift. The side note's pretty funny. Uh, what do you think, though, Taylor of Taylor Swift single-handedly carrying Travis Kelsey in the uh, Chiefs football uh, game? I heard Bullshit. that Chiefs jerseys rose 400% in sales as a result of her being in a clip. There was, th- oh. there was a game where um, she was there and um, the Chiefs won. Aaron Rodgers was there. And they cut to her more than they cut to Aaron Rodgers. As they should. That is a lot of police car lights. I'm yeah. sorry. That is I, a lot of lights. I can see them behind you. That's how many lights there are. People keep talking oh about God, how, like, Taylor Swift is amazing. No one's been in the game as long as she has. Blah, 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 blah. Bro, Lady Gaga. One second. Nat, we'll Adele? Hold we, uh, up. We got, what, we got a okay, window so team report. We, we, we now go live to Nat. Report. Who's at the window? Nat? It's about the middle car. They've pulled over the middle car in this parking lot. Oh, wow. I guess that, that car that's getting transported is uh, not doing too hot. Maybe Taylor Swift is in there. <laughs> Taylor Swift might be in there as we speak. Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift is in there. I'm going to assassinate her. Hey, man, all wow. I know is when don't she breaks up with Travis Kelsey. That's why she's surrounded by cops, because she knew no, you were I am excited like for their I breakup. I just exactly. can't stand already, how much already. they talk about her during once the football. Sh- once she breaks up with Travis Kelsey, that hit song's going to be insane. All right, circling. What's it going to be? Touchdown at the foul line or some shit like that? I can't stand her. Touchdown broke up Broke line. up at the end zone? You never know. Break up in the end zone. <laughs> <laughs> the end zone, Taylor's version. Fourth down, Taylor's version. I thought the scenes, and this could be like, once again, me coming into it as not a film critic, but a, a film student. I liked the things where they interchangeably showed the animatronics and the kids. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool where, like, you have, especially like that part where, um, like, it's back in the house and Golden Freddy's there. And then in some scenes that you see the animatronic person, and sometimes you see the kid. Or, whatever, that, 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 up for debate since Golden Freddy in the lore is, like, that's by, like, at least two people. I was kind of cool. It kind of shows like they are like. Golden. They also have the the human side to them as well. Yeah, it was done really interestingly for what Golden Freddy is conceptually. Mm -hmm. Um, The idea, you know, he's like a metaphysical being that kind of just shows up. I like the idea that instead for what. 
they were doing with the kids, that he's more of like an enforcer or like policeman. Well, policeman's a weird way to put it, but like yeah. he tries to just get all of the kids to feel happy, and that includes you know people outside of it. Um, you know, Police he gets kids don't into do it. He shows up. He can show up in places where it doesn't make sense. That's true to lore, but at the same time, is just good for the movie. I have a question of clarification. I just I make sure. Is Golden Freddy the Fredbear that would pair with the the Golden Bonnie from Fredbears, or is that that's Golden Freddy separate? Um, I'm really rusty on the lore. Okay, I haven't looked it up, but I'm sure. pretty sure that he's the original point. Fredbear. That's okay. like in a state of horrible disrepair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Like, like as in like the Fredbear that would have done. Bite, the bite of, of 83. 80, the, 83. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, so, like, a, a big side note, speaking sure. of, like, just old characters, I'm really sad with how they handled the marionette slash puppet mm. um, with the fact that it isn't a pre-established character. It's a character that is going to be made. I believe that the animatronic that... Uh, I forget her name right now. The the girl... Abby. Sh- Abby. Oh, yeah. Abby. Was going to be stuffed in. I'm pretty sure that was their iteration of what the marionette was. I, there's, I, a, there's a lot of animatronic in... The, the, I kinda, a lot of things there were a part of the Silver Eyes book. And there's an animatronic in that looks a lot like that one. I don't know what its name is, but I, think it's I up, see it. It's up for this. debate. Yeah. I just assume, based on the fact of what the animatronic actually looked like... Yeah. You could describe it pretty clearly as, like a as the exact same mm-hmm. idea of what the marionette was. You and, we, know? and we even had the, the puppet music box theme in the credits. Yeah, I- exactly. It was, I just think that, you know, I, I really like the marionette as my favorite character. Yeah. So it sucked that that was like a, the I, way it was. I like, I like the marionette kind of, all, you know, as, as a character, but also as a, not, I guess, I guess, I guess me saying as a concept also, as it being a character, just kind of like how the marionette. I think in the regular thing, it's it's Henry's daughter, Charlotte, or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how it's like, oh, she was excluded from this thing, and like the puppet was built by Henry to protect her because of things that were happening, because of William's antics. And so it's like, oh, here's a puppet to protect you, so if anything's happening to you, it'll come and help. And then the one time, which is in Henry's wonderful monologue quote in FNAF 6. Oh, um, anyway, um about how like you know the puppet was you know was, was blocked in during the other party and it could not get to her and she was outside in the cold and then she died out there um you know yeah i know it's wild puppet comes out and it's like oh no give gifts give life the fact that the puppet was the original one to put the <coughs> bodies in the suits yeah. because it thought that it was giving life like it basically as the progenitor you know animatronic i guess mm-hmm. you could put it for yeah. the sake of the movie um them not I, I guess retconning that entirely I think it was done fine. It was well. It's yeah. just unfortunate. Yeah. It was unfortunate. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I just really like the marionette. It was. Yeah. Something the whole. I think it's is really cool. But overall, well. I think Golden Freddy they did pretty well thematically. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the the kid actor actually did really good. I think. For I I saw another what thing too. Like the kid. Yeah. Like the, the, the it was the blonde kid. Yeah. I thought I recognized him. I did a little research. That is Luke Skywalker from yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my god, okay. Yeah. Hello there. He played Luke Skywalker. And I'm like, I recognize this kid from somewhere. Yeah, no, he's Luke Skywalker. So Luke's got a dark side. Oh, fair enough, yeah. He, <laughs> he did a really good job for uh, his role. Yeah, no, he he killed it. He did great. Yeah, I, I just... I li- I really just liked how they did it with Golden Freddy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's weird to think about, though, as him being almost the one, you know, who lures kids and enforces the general rules that all the animatronics follow. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a weird change, but at yeah. the same time, I guess it makes sense with the lore they tried to establish. Mm-hmm. 
or try to establish. Um, yeah. Speaking of, the, of those things, unless anyone has an ad- active burning statement at this time, I think I th- we're, we're, I like how it kind of is like hopping thought to thought, but to, but it's it, they're good thought thoughts. I think they, this is a fantastic conversation. Once again, harking back to what I was saying earlier, um, and kind of having like some practice to kind of be at the end of the thing, um, kind of like you know in the in the in the intro they allude to okay here's kind of what once again which you know when you watch it, I'm like oh this is the the you know the the setup thing but also it's non viewer UPS okay cool like kind of shows like okay well here's like you know the spring trap suit and you know puts it on lures kids away you know it can it, it shows a different thing and then you know you go for the movie like okay spirits of the kids and even kind of I think I, personally I think part of it is just me being like okay I already kind I already have a general gist of what could be going on that kind of fills in some of the, the gaps which I understand like from a critic perspective or people who had not familiar with the franchise be like what's going on here I, I definitely think that having some pre-existing knowledge of it kind of fills in a few things and makes mm-hmm. it a little bit of an easier watch I do think the general like vibe of the movie is unfortunately the fact is if you know nothing about FNAF I don't think you should watch the movie it's not going to make a lot of sense like you'll get it but it'll not mean much to you yeah. but if you know just any basic lore of FNAF it's actually really cool what they did mm. um it's just there's a small, I think, learning barrier to the getting yeah. the movie fully. Because I think they, because they also pepper in a lot of things. Because um, once again, now my my feeds are all alive with all the theories again. Um, where like you know, like you know yeah, like put things in there for the regular thing, and then I think pepper in a lot of things for like the people how like Mike puts in that tape at the beginning of the of the thing, and how like underneath Mike's name, kind of whited out, is Fritz. So your previous thing that you saw earlier. Who I also heard that first guy, if Markiplier was available, was going to be him. But I think hold off Markiplier, save that, save exactly. that for later. Use yeah. him again later. Um, it was good. I liked it's the a surprise tool that'll help yeah. us later. I other, I I do think, however, because kind of fun, that you're like, oh yeah, this movie's going well. I'm enjoying this, and we've been, you know, and of course, just like you know, what's it just, just just like um whatever it's called um, No Way Home. It's like actresses. No, I'm not. I'm not in this movie. I have no hand in what's going on here. I think it's gonna go great. I'm not in this. And then you have Ness, the waiter man, who's like, you know, lunch is the best meal of the day, and that's just my theory. And you're like, that's Mad Pat, um, which was exciting. I think he that said was, his yeah. fucking line. He said the line. Again, who was the, I, who was I, the guy in the taxi? Another YouTuber, Corey Kenshin. Corey Kenshin. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. It's fun. Again, it's, I no, think it's kind of funny. Oh no, so no uh, yeah, one, one thing I'll give back to you. The, the funny thing is, that, like, I yes, I have not. I don't think I watched it. But then I watched a thing where it was saying like. You don't think you've watched them and it showed like all these different like act like meme things that was like, Oh, you have seen them. Like the thing where it's like, You're dead and buried and bricked. Hey oh that's him. Yeah, there's, so there's a lot of things that like I'm like, Oh, that's him. Like I did not realize that. So like I do know some of his things, I guess. I just I think that again, that speaks more to the I don't know how to put it, I guess the craft of the movie. The fact mm-hmm. that all of the producers in the movie they understood what the base material was, and they really respected what made it in the first place. Yeah. I think that that added a certain value to it, because anyone that grew up with it, they knew already what the references were. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a really cool thing. A lot of things don't do that. Um, I think it just adds a certain quality to the movie that really is missed in a lot of other game adaptations. Yeah, and on that, too, I know that, because Pat made a video about, like, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I can't, re- I can't release this now, but yes, I was indeed in the movie. And she like some like behind the scenes clips and stuff because he was there very early in the process. I think he said like he they may have even recorded his parts like first. And so like he said like when he was on set like people were like asking him questions and they're like how based on what you know about the Lord of the how would you know they were asking him questions like he was like working on it. he was like I don't 
<laughs> okay. Uh, and so like it's like like you know cast and crew, not cast, you know whatever. like people were asking him questions about the different. He's like, well, I mean, here might might be the big nugget of the episode. It might not be the best cinematic masterpiece, but there's a nugget in there, and it's you. If you find the nugget, I I think I think it, it has some it has some nice exactly. Some nice, I mean, I'm no film student. I don't know about like objective you know film critiques to be making, but I think that there's something to be said that if you you know the the movie producers all that. They show a certain respect and even admiration towards the original project. I think that goes a long way. Obviously, you still need to make a fine product. Yeah. But if you can incorporate the respect you have for the original, you know. I think like, I think a piece of that is including like the YouTubers who like help to make exactly, it. Yeah. Yeah. When Matt Pat was in that, when he even when he said you know the line, oh, it's just a theory. That obviously the, I know. I know it's objectively it's fan service. Yeah. It's it's nothing like, you know, big substantially. That little bit, that adds so much to the movie. That adds so much to the people that were there from the beginning. Obviously, for people that didn't get it, it's mm-hmm. not going to mean much. But it's that respect to the base material, to the original material, what yeah. made it popular. I think that adds points to the yeah. overall rating of the product. Um, on top of obviously writing a fine film. Yeah, I also think that like e- even if like you know you you know have no idea what have no idea about FNAF, have not watched Game Theory. Then you know he says that thing. You'd be like, oh okay, cool. Like, yeah, you know, he's just a quirky little waiter guy. Like I don't think. It, I think a lot of things in there, like, I think there's a difference between, uh, yeah, fan service a little bit, but, like, in a good way, where it's, like, it doesn't take away from the film, you're not, like, taken out of it by the tangent, which is that, that thing is really cool. Additionally, and once again, I, I love how this happens all the time in the episodes, um, where I try to segue to something, and then I'm like, oh, never mind, and I come back to it, and I go, never mind. <laughs> back again. Let's talk about Springdrop. <laughs> um... Another thing too, and be you know saying you know some more of the of the classic lines of you know I always come back and having like that spring trap failure right there like yes I'll be back. not a lot of gore in the movie however we're we're right there as those spring traps cut into his lungs of his last time after he you know I always come back and then he puts the hat you know it's like and you get that thing right out of oh, I didn't read the book I I I, I, I like watching I'm, I'm a friend of I'm a fan of a good breakdown um you know in in things that are right out of the books um. You know, as like they drag him to that back room. The way they handled Springtrap, I think, was done really well. Yeah. For the idea of, um, well, we already did the spoiler warning, so whatever. Yeah, no. Exactly. The idea that Springtrap hasn't happened yet. Yeah. It was really cool. Obviously, I think it's held back by the fact it's a PG-13 movie. Mm-hmm. They can't show the full gore because obviously in the original game, he he gets like crushed. In ape. Yeah, yeah. Bloods everywhere. But. I think for what they did, they did a really good justice to it. The idea of the springs clamping to your body. Mm-hmm. You are locked in forever. And the idea that he's going to decay. I mean, especially with the post credit scene of, um, I forget the exact message, but it's along the lines of, you know, come, come find, find me. me. Yeah. Um, It sets up really well for what the idea of three was. You know, he gets locked in the back room. Yeah. He decays. He's a body. Mm-hmm. Spring trap is a trap. At the end of the day, he got screwed over by the the uh, mechanics of the suit. Yeah, that was done, I think, really well. Um, obviously, you know, Shaggy did an incredible job. Also, he did his little Shaggy slay. Yeah, because I I didn't know this going like when I watched it first time, but also like he does like the um what I learned is like the ghost face knife clean move where he like pulls a knife through his hand, which which was a, a scream move, which I also that Matthew Lillard Matthew Lillard was in, uh, which I did not know. Little bit of lore that I learned, so I know it's kind of like, oh, he did that thing from Scream and cleaned his knife. Um, but you know, anyway, so that was interesting there. I, 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 I think it's kind of interesting how, like, once again, person knows about the FNAF stuff, and I'm like, oh, cool, 
here's Springtime moment. But I also think like a lot of pieces were kind of there in the in the like, highlights of the intro. You have the pictures of, the, of like the you know all the kids hanging out with the the yellow bunny. You know, it, it's kind of like a. I think yeah, definitely it's like oh, finally this big moment from the franchise. But also like pieces are there, or it doesn't like be like whoa, whoa, how'd this happen? Like what's going on here? Yeah, like, you're kind of able to get there. I uh, I don't want to derail the whole conversation. No, no, no. But go going ahead. back to the intro, absolutely. And I know I keep going like a broken record of how much they really respected the original lore. But that 8-bit style of showing the background story for what FNAF is, you know. Exactly. Obviously, kids were lured by a person that they trusted because it was a mascot. Yeah. It was the mascot for the brand they trusted. That was so cool to see. They really respected the lore, the games. They tried to emulate it. That was done so well. Because um, it, it both shows the lore and like, so it uses like that eight bit style that other does like the mini games from in between. Like I'm like, oh cool, I, I, guess, I get exactly what's going on here. I, yeah, I think exactly. it, yeah. They emulated those those old mini game styles so well. I mean, obviously you can tell uh, uh, Scott Cawthon had a hand in all of it. Oh, absolutely. Um, I just I can't sing enough of the praises of how happy I am with how they did it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I know there's criticisms to sure. how the actual film was done. Uh, but I also don't think that us saying these things are calling it a cinematic masterpiece that must be analyzed for all, all forever yeah, time. Yeah. It's not We're just saying that we, as enjoyers of the franchise, thought, it was, thought yeah. it was cool. I think as a video game adaptation and as a fan of the game, it was really cool it was worth the how watch, they did it. It opinion, is certainly, yeah. though, not a replacement for how the games did it. Oh, it sure. is just a interesting reimagination of the lore of the original games. And it was done really well. Um, mm-hmm. I really like, you know, again, the 8-bit style. Just the cha- the, the effects that were done. The, mm-hmm. the way the animatronics worked, the fact that there was this mix between practical and CGI. It was mm-hmm. Just all the amount of respect they put into it and the amount of, like, effort they put into trying to make the movie itself actually good beyond the games. Yeah. Was really noticeable, I think. Um, and really added points to the overall quality of the movie. Not to my trauma seat. The actors worked their asses off. Oh, of I course. Think. Um, Michael was incredible. Shaggy's insane. Um, Matthew Lillard is just insane. Matthew, in yeah, Matthew Lillard. I didn't I don't expect think him ever... to do that. The versatility. Of the things man. I've seen him in, I don't think I've seen him in. This was oh, this I was more than ten percent of his power. Like, I'll say that. Yeah. Like I <laughs> hate Scream, I but I hate honestly. Scream on the premise that it's a horror movie, not that it's a bad movie. I've seen him in Scream. I've seen him as Shaggy. I've seen him in Perfect Score. Like they, I've seen him in I've seen him in Scooby in like the live action Scooby Doo. I've seen him in the cartoon. Like I don't think there's, I don't think he can be in anything that's like truly absolutely terrible. Well, yeah. I mean that speaks to his skill at this point. Yeah, I would he say he's just very such skilled. a good job as. A well, I guess what, a, like an employment office worker. Yeah, he did a good job being an unassuming guy, and then on top of that, being a the pay is bad and the hours are worse. Yeah, he, he ended yeah. up being a really good like. He's always a, a good truly guy. evil guy, mm-hmm. someone who truly is irredeemable in a way that yeah. like because it's you, not comedic yeah. either. I it, think it would have been cooler too if like the movie focused more on his character because just like. From a standpoint, it's more chilling when it's something that could happen, like for real. Yeah. Than and, and, something. And I than, think like, that, like, you know, there's like a bit more of like, and I was gonna, without breaking the plot of the ending of the movie, like where he kind of like, so kind of so you already said it's like, oh, you know, like it says some says some chilling lines about like, you know, 
it's always gotta be someone that you trust. Like it's always like, it's like, it's like yeah, like I mentioned like how you said like you know it's a, it's a mascot that they trust is that you know oh yeah let's do this thing, you know or even like how we know that like, um, like William thing William used certain things in the games where it's like circus baby knows when there's one child in the room so scoop it now, you know and and just being like an absolutely just insane person just like a little more of that like I said would would have been would have been but all, you know but but yeah I I think yeah it would have been cool to see. Or like, or like some flashbacky things, or or something like, like, yeah. you know. Leaving the movie though, like, or not leaving the movie because we watched it in the dorm. First of all, I would like to shout out the CFNC people. Like Jason and I watched it, and we watched it the right way. I think we watched it on we watched it on Peacock with there was much much insomnia cookies. There was much shushing. Pizzas. I, I covered that all in the yeah. intro. Yeah, it was ten out of yeah. ten. I would like to argue that I did it the best way. I got really in the theater. I got really not sober, went to the theater, and I got to the point that I thought Freddie was gonna come out of the screen and do <laughs> unfortunate <laughs> things to me. Exactly. The <laughs> or, 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 or I mean, to me. Red, I, I Jason probably did too. I watched the movie like half asleep, half awake. I half was asleep. fully into it. Alright. I was wow. into it but I wasn't like glued to the screen into it. But also, for the sake of the podcast, for the sake of the podcast, we did just do two marching band games that yeah. day. So, oh, well, two marching band shows. I mean, I, it, I, I yeah. still think that then I did it the right way. It was the only yeah, thing I should have gotten high to watch the movie. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Uh, getting not sober in a theater was. I think we need play. to watch it again. We will. I think you guys do we need to. Watch, to. If to, you could try in the theater, yeah. that'd be great. We, I mean, I mean, we, 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 we used to watch it again. What's it? The theater would have been excellent for the sake of just time and space. Peacock was, Peacock was the option, yeah. but we 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 got the ambience going. So we, we you know we got the snacks, you know we we you know we got the lights all nice. Blacked and out the room. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. Okay. Yeah, we 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 definitely we did not go to the theater. Theater is where it's at. Go to. You know, I'm about to break into the AMC ad, but like, but we you know we 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 prepared the space. I um, and we definitely have to watch it again because like I said I think we're watching a beach and Nick. I so. will say this: I did have a lot of questions at the end, like um, Mike's brother. Because he wasn't any of the animatronics. No, he was just kind of but one that he just killed. But it was confirmed that he, he was dead. That yeah. Yeah, yeah. That he died. So it was kind of like... Because Vanessa had his plane. It, yeah. I mean, yeah, we've gone far enough, I guess I can say. Yeah. I think it did a good job to set up the idea that there can be more movies in this yeah. universe. Which I'm hoping um, for. I'm absolutely they hoping for as well. It. Did they confirm? I believe... I believe so that's they what Delissi said anyway i absolutely they no, how much money would hope because they have yeah. what they have fnaf sister location they have the books they have fnaf granted fnaf 4 i think has to be almost entirely retconned with the way that this is going yeah but at the same time they can take some key concepts yeah. i think from it like yeah. the idea of uh on the upside with the success of this one they're gonna get a bigger budget for the I next one absolutely however also so. it was interesting because i think as well i'm gonna say this might not be you said fnaf 4 but even like how like oh Vanessa's in a coma. FNAF 4 is happening right there. Security breach. Yeah. Yeah, security breach was put in a weird spot with the fact that Vanessa's Mm -hmm. already incorporated into the story. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But that, at the same time, I don't think is the worst thing because security breach, like... I really didn't enjoy it, honestly. I think it's a really cool idea. Was it executed great? No. Uh, Especially on release. I think now for a game, it's all right. But I think, generally speaking, the concepts and story are there. And if they can somehow incorporate that with Vanessa apparently being a pre-established character, it'll be really cool. Will they reach that point? I don't think so, because I think the movie set up for the idea of 
FNAF 3 specifically mm-hmm. with the idea of Fred Bear's uh, what, a horror attraction or whatever it's called. Fazbear's Frights? Fazbear Frights, yeah. Something like that. I think it's going to be something more yeah. akin to FNAF 3 with maybe more hallucinations that establish more lore. Mm-hmm. I'm also okay with the games and the movies not following the same exact setup. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm fine with kind of being like, oh, hey, you know, we, oh, we, we got some new trailer footage here. And you're like, okay, well, here's what's going on here and here's what this could mean. You know, here's some references that we see, we've seen to the games, but I'm okay if it not being the same. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm, as long as they have a certain respect for what the I think spirit I, yeah. of FNAF is, I don't care how they truncate it. If they make it work and they can condense it all into a coherent story for a movie, go for it. I'm absolutely okay with a retelling and a reimagining of the entire story. Just, just keep some of those fundamental pieces yeah, there so yeah, you're not, you're not, you're not stepping on Scott's name. Yes, can I say something for editor Jason? Can we get a count on the amount of times that Kobe says truncate, please? Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> ding, ding, guys, I'm sorry. I read a dictionary as a for kid, those, and it's really showing. <laughs> for those 21 and up um, drinking game, CFNC style, take a shot every time you hear all right, this will Kobe be a, say this will be a shout out to alcohol, any uh, cultured members. This is going to be like How I Met Your Mother uh, saying. But, but um, um, how I met um, if you get that, you know what? Take double shots. Uh, don't don't uh, hold me to that, though. If you if you get messed up, that's not my fault. We're just saying reward yourself. We're just saying, yeah, absolutely. CFNC is not liable for any alcohol poisoning you may encounter. Absolutely. Do not listen to CMC if you're already doing I'm sorry. Do not sue a couple of friends with no class if you do. We don't have the money for that. Our only income is bottles and cans <laughs> and pennies I found on the floor. What were we talking about? Oh, Snap! I forgot. Spank trap. We're okay that they that the game doesn't fall, like the game and the movie don't show the exact same set of yeah. lore bits. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess if you're fine with me going off about this, it's pop off. Go. Ahead. I'm really, I'm really okay with just how much they generalized the story and vibe to get everyone involved in the easiest way possible. I understand that FNAF is conceptually what? It's like five games, like six books and some stuff. Trying to get that for a general audience is really hard. And I think they did a really good job of getting specifically one and two done. Yeah. FNAF, the... I, I want to do a side note beyond what I said. Sure. I, I realize I'm hogging the time for this, but um. No, you're really not. I I think we're, we're having a song. I like how it's kind of like for most of the time we just, we just locked into each other. We're just talking back and yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing Jason's shenanigans. It's the They're sharing <laughs> secrets. They're making plans. Jason's, Jason's checking his messages or something. Yeah. It's I'm literally just you're hanging excited out. that they, yeah, he doesn't like have to edit as much as he normally does because we've actually stayed on task for most of it. The, I'm really happy with yeah. how they did the FNAF map. Mm-hmm. It somehow I managed, I think, to encapsulate the first three games specifically. The idea of the fact that all of it was in one lane. Like, the idea of what? It was all in like the left or right. All the animatronics would only go on the left or right. That's perfect for three. It was the idea of two where it's like a Megaplex arcade kind of thing. Not Megaplex. That's a, more of the later Security Breach game. Yeah. But it was a general big arcade plus like pizzeria. They got that, but with the skin of one. And the other thing is too that they built that whole interior. They built, every, they built that whole place in like a, in a. I think it was an abandoned Home Depot. Really? Yeah. Goodness. It's, God, it's, yeah. Yeah. No. That now that whole building is is just all all That's drywall. Sick. Yeah. No. They they built that themselves. Oh my girlfriend. I'm not sure about saying those things. Yeah, and the outside is in Louisiana. I don't know. I don't know exactly where the the home depot might also be in Louisiana because of of hurricane stuff. But 
Um, no, but they, they built that whole that whole place mm-hmm. on the inside. So it was definitely a lot of uh, consideration of thought, which also means that it's there. It's always available. And if you want to go back and use it again for other future movies, um, you know. So exactly. And especially we, since if they've set up for three the way they have, they have to go back to that, but also have to make it run down. I also have seen that Matthew Lillard is on a five-movie deal with... Is, oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I, I don't know exactly huge. where I saw that. So if someone has their smartphone out and is willing to, they can fact-check that. But I thought I saw an article that said that he was on for like a five-movie deal. I'd how, take how much money is that, Justin? Okay. All right, well, he's researching that. Yeah, he's um, busy looking up to fucking... Well, he's researching DNA that. I'm, I'm just going to give my raw opinions on that. Sure thing, go ahead. Um, go ahead. That's honestly amazing. Uh, I'm just, again, really happy that my little niche horror thing got to this point. Oh, I know where I was going. But yeah, finish thought that finish thought. Um I don't know. It's just amazing the the time we live in that's something I grew up with as a little side thing, you know, watching Markiplier, watching Jacksepticeye, watching all When you get them. home from school, like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd get home from school, I'd watch these horror games. At night I'd be like, "Ooh, I got to play these games." I'd play them, I get scared. I bought the VR version of it. I had VR mm-hmm. for a bit. It was really scary. Um the fact that that is now being brought to a general audience, mm-hmm. um you know, personally, I'm not happy Zoomers are the way they are, but they get to, ex- you know, experience this. And that's yeah. something cool to me. Exactly. The fact that that was brought in a way that I can really be happy with, I'm really happy about. Um, They just, I, I always go back to respect. They respected the base material, the source material. The games are respected. They got the idea of most of the games in really well. Um, I'm really curious how they're going to continue forward with, I don't know if it's five, uh, we're still researching on So, that. it seems like it's a three movie deal. Oh, my Three? Fault. I'll oh. take yeah. 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 I, 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 I also looked it up and it also said okay. three movie okay. deal. My apologies. Okay. I, 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 I misremembered, that's on me. No, but yeah, yeah, but no, but still, he good. has a multi-movie deal. Exactly, three. Three movies is more than enough, I think, with Children. the rate that they're going. Mm-hmm. If they keep the writing the same quality, mm-hmm. the animatronics the same quality, everything the same quality, they can absolutely squeeze the entirety of FNAF into three movies. Yeah. They'd have to be three dense, really good movies that are unfortunately... They'd have to be truncated. Yeah, They have to be truncated, but I think, unfortunately, the fact of the matter is... Is if you are a truly blind person to the lore, that's not like a, you know, a big thing to you. But if you didn't care about the lore and you didn't try and do any research into it, unfortunately, I think the movie is going to seem played out to you, generic. It's not going to be a cool story. But if you know the lore or at least the basics of it, with the way they're going... I think you're going to see the bones of the original games, the bones of the original story yeah. involved, but remixed in a really interesting way for more general audiences. Yeah. I have three thoughts that I've accumulated over the course of that, because that was I all great. I have one, too. Okay. Oh, boy. Okay, you want to do your one first, then? Yeah. Um, can all three of them please stay under two hours? I, I agree with Miles' statement. He hasn't said it on the podcast. Movies shouldn't be more than, like, an hour and a half. Hold on. You know what? I, w- I was gonna bring up a side thing about that. I don't know. If I say not all that. of them, but like I think it was like the length of it was really nice because it was, even though I wasn't like. Oh okay, yeah. I was zoned in and paying attention, but I wasn't like. Once again, double yeah, header. Double header. Yeah, but um, it was we, nice. We, we, we it all kept my attention span. Yeah, and it was it was nice that it it didn't feel like it was because of the length. It didn't feel like it was boring. Hey, 
Okay, yeah. Because it would have like dragged on otherwise, <laughs> I think. I thought this was going to be a, a much more scathing review on the length. Yeah, no, no. I, I fully agree. Yeah. It was a really good length for the story. It was yeah, and it was like decent and it was decently paced. Um, a side note, I guess, would be like Batman three hours. That was stupid. It was a good movie, a great movie, I think, first time I seeing it. Robert it's just Pattinson. upon rewatching, you can feel the slowness of it, and I think that's an issue. FNAF, I don't think, has that issue. Mm-mm. It is short enough that it explains all the lore, and it has the action scenes in it yeah. in a way that's... It's not like if you're re-watching the movie... It's not too fast, but it's not, like, yeah, yeah. dragging on Like, is for the rewatchers, you're yeah. not going to be like, oh, okay, it's this, it's this, yeah. it's this exposition. No. It's just, here's the action, yeah. here's the lore, here's more also, bit lore. It's, it's all good. Ac- it's paced really well. It has a lot of lore in it, but it doesn't... Given the length, they don't so they don't have time to give you all the lore anyway. It's truncated instead. It's <laughs> God, God. It's condensed <laughs> enough. It's condensed enough that the lore doesn't isn't overwhelming. Guys, I'm the I'm way s- it I'm is gonna, in some other. Movies. If you do a drinking yeah. game, I'm sorry no, that okay. I decided to hit you with the word truncated. truncated. I'm gonna lose my three points if I don't. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm trying to keep all in okay, mind. Go. All right, number one. The thing about like say like oh yeah going into it and if you, you know like there's a lot of lower things in my bigot metaphor. I think a lot of things that, like now have some of those things to a, to a, to different degrees. But whether whether it's like you went to like a you know any comic book show or like or it might be like you know whether like I don't know whether the first I thought of like was like the Mandalorian. Not necessarily. But I would say that be like oh who's this guy walking up? Oh it's a blue guy in a hat. I know who that is. It's Captain from the Clone Wars. It's like you know like, like you know it's like you know like you know but like it. So like you have like your previous knowledge and oh it was really cool and you get really hyped up about it but it doesn't really matter for the thing I think it's a lot of things are doing that I think it's oh, not fan service but it's also like hey thank you for the effort to read all this media here's the thing for it the second thing was I saw some stories about how um, parents were like oh I remember my kid to the FNAF movie they've been watching this on online they seem to think that they love it. and they go there and they watch and they're like this is what my kid's been absorbing like oh it's not just like a Chuck E Cheese show it's like oh there's you know. What's the actual word? Lobot- removing your people to low. You know, it's like, like things like, oh, but, yeah, that's what I thought. It's like, like Lobotomy. it's like this is gruesome. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, that's what I've been watching. So my buddy Markiplier was watching. It's like, what? This is crazy. And what was my third thought? I don't know, but I'm gonna build sure, off sure, your sure, second sure, thought. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, out. go ahead. Again, I think that speaks. They respected the base material. They somehow got the writing to be so solid that mm-hmm. they could get the ideas and themes of FNAF one through three into this movie. Um, again, for parents and stuff, FNAF isn't a happy-go-lucky light lore. It's mm-hmm. actually really messed up if it you is. look into it. It's children murders. It's spiritual bonding in a really unfortunate way. It's a lot of spiritual agony. They did a really good job of getting that idea in the movie. That no one involved is really happy besides... Michael Afton, because yeah. he's messed up. All of his victims, they their fun is a limited scope of what they actually are. Also, I, I realize, I wanted to bring this up earlier, side note, their original um, scores for what, um, like, Fazbear's Pizza, like, the songs they sing, they were actually really good. Like, I thought they emulated the Chuck E. Cheese vibe really well. Because, I, you know, I've been to Chuck E. Cheese, I've heard the animatronics sing. I think they did a really good job of like, oh, what would a pizza, a pizzeria with animatronics, like, make for songs that had kids be fun and happy and do the animatronic concerts for? I've been to a couple of those. They did a really good job. I, I'm really impressed with how they sounded. 
And I really like that they kept going back to the idea that, again, they're children's spirits in the animatronics, but they cannot change what the animatronics were intent, like originally made to do. Mm. They're made to entertain kids and sing a song. They sing the song when they want to, but it's, at the end of the day, it's always going to be the same songs. They're always programmed to do the same things. If I were forced to sing those same stupid songs for 20 years and I never got a bathroom, I'd probably be a bit irritable at night, too. It's only up to the kids to decide when they do the certain actions, and I really liked that they did that. That aspect is really cool. Yeah. I, th- I think my, my last thought, I think it connected with something that you said earlier about um, coming home and watching Markiplier and, and having this kind of thing like from your childhood come up on the screen. Um, I don't know why. This might just be a me thing. If no one else empathizes with this, that's also fine. I haven't gone with it. But like, I think a lot of things about like things that we enjoyed as kids are kind of like fizzling out prominently. The end of Stampy's Lovely World. I'm not sure everyone else follows this. <laughs> yep. Okay. I um, know about that. Yeah. I, I, I you know, was saying, but you know, I've watched it a minute, but also I'm like, he, I'm like, he's still making episodes. Like now he's like, all right, I'm done with my Minecraft series. I started way long. I'm like, no. Yep. Yep. Stampy. Yep. Yep. The the side side note of that. Yeah. Unfortunately, the reality of life is kicking in. If they make the next movie, Markiplier has to be in it. Of course. That's yes. A fact. He is so synonymous with the series that mm-hmm. he cannot not be in it. Mapat. Yes, he was one of the big couple that are in it. Mm-hmm. Markiplier needs to be in it. Now, that's just and unfortunate. And to indicate that cool a bite has occurred. Him. A bite has occurred. Yeah, exactly. I think it would be cool to put him on the last one, though. I do I do Like, agree. to just hold my him out and just, like, tease that he's My only the thing, though, is I can't, you know, we because maybe long. I'm not a good writing or cinematography student. I'm forensics. I don't have this type of big brain thoughts for this. <laughs> I'm a theater minor. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I don't know how they're going to try and incorporate everything into a trilogy. All I can say is, though, Truncation. Markiplier needs to be in one of them because um, that shows... It doesn't... Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, truncates. Um, it, um, I've never heard this word before. No, no, it's me so neither. Funny. Oh, my <laughs> God. All right. Uh, side note. I read, I read a dictionary when I was a child because no I didn't shit. have a life. I'm sorry. Um, but Markiplier needs to be in it, in at least one of the two movies, because, again, that'll continue with the spirit of the fact that the uh, movie runners really do respect the base thing. Markiplier genuinely brought so much attention and so much spirit to what the story originally was about. Obviously, yeah, I'm gonna go, oh... Was that the bite of 87? No, that's that's a meme now. Is that the bite of 87? Exactly. Unfortunately, it's a meme yeah, now. But I love memes. Isn't it in Miles' thing? Was it the bite of 87 that was debunked? It's One of the of bites was there's, so there's, debunked. There's, I'm not up on... We, Miles we, we, has a PowerPoint. We covered this a while ago in, in season four, but... um, but th- so there's blank. Yeah, well, there's 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 two bite instances. You have the bite with the, uh, in Fred Bear with the crying child. But possibly, you know, would send you into yeah. your FNAF 4 dream. You also have, I think it's um, a security guard in Mangle, um, which is the one that they reference about the prefrontal lobe thing, uh, which is separate from that one. So there's the two ones, and I think it just goes back and forth on, on which one's actually locked into. Um, I'm, I'm like, I cannot say with direct certainty, but I know that. So you have the, but you have, you have 83 and 87, and, it's, and those connect to either one of those. I'm not exactly sure. Again. I think that if they're really clever enough with the writing, they could entirely forego the bite of 87 and 83 
as long as they establish the idea, the animatronics do um, get a bit quirky at night. Yeah, they're quirky, yeah. and that's due to spiritual shenanigans. Yeah, at night. It. However, another thing too on that, and then I'll get right back to you. I'm not trying to steal it. Like the um the song they sing in there, um, um, talking in your sleep that was like in the trailers and they use it in the thing did come out in 1983, because of course you know people go and check that stuff out. <laughs> um, so that, I mean, so like you know like that one that one people like it came out in 1983, 83, but it's, you know, so people you know but like you know but you know just a, a little 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 side exactly. Note. I mean, the the cool thing about what they're doing with this. They don't need to go over the bite of 83 or yeah. the bite of 87. Of course. If they can somehow just get the ideas across, they can write whatever they realistically want. As lo- All I care about is the spirit of the story, and I think that's the most important part of Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. You get the spirit of there is a horrible murder occurred, and that that has lead to generations, really, of tragedies and horror. As long as that idea is conveyed well, I think they can get away with whatever they want. All I'm saying is, you know, this may be me, the fanboy in me. I think Markiplier being in a movie has to be the one of the realities of that. You need to respect the base material enough. You should try and get everyone that made the lore involved. Again, I know Scott Cawthon has been really close with the productions of these. And again, honestly, I don't. they don't need to upgrade the animatronics at all. They were done so well in the first movie that mm-hmm. if they keep that quality throughout the next two, yeah. I wouldn't look, be mad. I don't think they looked cheesy. They didn't look cheesy at like all. Like it was not. It was cool because not like, Chucky cheesy. Yeah, I was say hearing <laughs> that it was gonna be Sorry. hearing that it was they were gonna do the animatronics and everything. I was a little skeptical watching the movie because first of all, like the stuff that I hear about it, like I think the game. I've never played the game. I think the game is ridiculous. Like the whole premise of the game is just dumb. Wow, it's off Chuck E. Um, Cheese Urban Legend. Oh, I can't believe you said Sorry, like that. my feelings are hurt. Um, hearing that it was like haunted animatronics, I was like, "This is gonna look bad. This is gonna look cheesy," because like my experience with animatronics is Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't know if you've been at Chuck E. Cheese recently. I think they'd kick me out if I showed up. I don't think you can Little actually scary. go in there and lift over. Like it's like a thing where you can't just like. You can't go to Chuck E. Cheese. Exactly. Well, if we I, claim I've a numerous, child, we're okay. Numerous times I've wanted to go to we'll Chuck E. We'll Cheese. Have, we'll, have, we'll have time to unpack that statement. Well, well ignore that statement. I'm yeah. pretty sure multiple times, me as a 21-year-old, if I pulled up to Chuck E. Cheese and said, yeah, let me see the animatronics, they'd probably think I was there for nefarious the reasons. Children? Exactly, yeah. yeah. I so are these uh, spring spring left the code? I'm just asking, how many people could you? Uh, how many people could fit you, inside? Could you po- potentially be in an animatronic? Let me know, please. Um, for me specifically, I don't know about anyone else, but for me, I'd love but to go to yeah, Chuck E. Cheese like, to experience the FNAF horror. But seeing yes. what Chucky looks like versus like Freddy and the others, they were very much like you can tell that it was the Jim Henson Studios that yeah. did. Yeah. The stuff like it's very obvious because they're very muppety, but they're still I animatronic. Look, I, think, I, thought look, I thought they looked pretty they good. Looked good. I think that helps. Like they looked. Yeah. The fact that they mixed practical effects so yeah. well with the CGI aspects mm-hmm. involved with it, it really benefited to their favor. Yeah, you know, so much our Christopher Nolan he does practical like explosions and stuff. Obviously, not to the scale that we're talking about now, but yeah, I just think the idea that you know, if you build the real puppets, um, unfortunately, I'm going to bring out one of my Big biases, Attack of the Clones. Having fake clones doesn't help. Having fake animatronics doesn't help. 
if you have a good baseline yeah. physical model to base all movement off of, yeah. I think you will benefit greatly. Which is also why, like, now, whether it be via budget or just via cool... Like, even, like, in some of those recent projects of Lucasfilm and stuff like that, they are practical clone troopers. We have practical, like... Character McCoy is Captain Rex. I like how we've gone off on this, but that's great. I, lo- <laughs> I love it, honestly. Oh, and also, another thing, too, is I know, I think it was, I'm trying to I mean, I think it was Book of Boba Fett when they showed Order 66. They are not like, all right, guys, we have all this clone, we have all this clone armor on hand. Put it on. They were like the local um, clone trooper. Like, there's like yeah. groups who like are like, oh, yeah, we all, we all, have, we all, have, we all have Stormtrooper costumes. Let's all hang out. It, so it was not like a, we bought all these costumes. It was like, hey, guys, you have screen accurate clone trooper armor come beyond the mandalorian and i, I think that's really because that comes back to what you're saying earlier like respecting the fans you like you guys made these things come beyond camera which i think is, exactly. is so cool i think at the end of the day it may be archaic whatever i think if you at the very least base your scenes on a practical um like suit or yeah. just character i think you're gonna benefit greatly I know the MCU has had a lot of problems with this where, like, it's just CGI suits and you can tell Floating because heads. of how lazy it is. Yeah. Again, I'm not trying to get into that. No, but no, sure. it's the idea that for FNAF, they had practical animatronics. Did they move weirdly with CGI? Occasionally, yeah. Did Could you tell there was CGI on them? Absolutely. But I think, uh, and a lot of the time like, they use the puppets was like when they were like in like happy, happy, exactly, like, yeah, yeah. Then you go. They were no, they were not sense. being menacing. They were just saying yeah. hi. At the very least, you give a baseline for CGI artists to do something on, it's and if they helpful. keep it authentic to the original model mm-hmm. they were given, because the original model will be on set, it'll look really good. It, uh, lighting is a lot of it. Lighting, lighting yeah. is a lot exactly. Mm-hmm. But if you have the baseline, like what the yeah, physical yeah. object is in lighting, yeah, yeah, that that that, that, that that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You have okay, a reference. We agree, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think having a physical representation of what you're trying to animate in any capacity mm-hmm. will help so much more. You can emulate lighting, you can emu- emulate animations, you can emulate everything for it, facial expressions and all that. Again, it looked really good on the animatronics. Do I think it that they were... looked creepy. Exactly, they looked creepy. That's the point. Again, was the writing, I think, failed the movie with mm-hmm. jump scares. Mm-hmm. But I think the few scenes where they tried to do genuine tension-based horror... I think it worked well. Like, um, I don't want to do, like, full spoilers, but the kitchen scene with Chica, for example. Yeah. That was done, I think, really well. I love the kitchen scene. Utilizing the mixture of CGI Mm -hmm. and the true practical Chica outfit that was there. Yeah. That was a good blend. All of the animatronics, I think, had a good blend. Um, Ignoring the obvious fan service, like, obviously, um, Foxy... Doing his um, humming like the dum 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 the dum dum, um, which side note of that? What the fuck? Uh, Freddy didn't do the Tourider march mm. ever. It was insane that he didn't do that. Uh, especially, it, it's the worst part is that the fact that Foxy had the small detail that he hums before he runs at you. Mm-hmm. Freddy never did the Tourider march, and I know that they did like a at the end, obviously. There's a pseudo. Yeah, there's a there's a small Tarita march when he hits like the weird scream at the end, but it's not the same as a true like. Um, I guess unfortunately it is for the people that play the game that get it. It's black, 
Like your power. You yeah, see the, his the, eyes. The power out. Yeah. And you hear the music box. My mm. issue is the music box. That is such a core part of Freddy that I don't think you can really ignore, unfortunately. I think every version of Freddy has to have that because that is a part of him. Torridor March is Freddy. The Even if like I'm trying, I think I think it was, I think we're, we reached a good point in time. I think we kind of surfaced back up. I'm kind of I'm kind of I was coming over time in the package to kind of see how our conversation kind of flows. Like this, that we've reached a surfacing point. So I think we're gonna we'll kind of we'll we'll, we'll take we'll take this exit and get Probably off not. here. I think e- even if they just kind of like just toss it in, it's kind of like a little backup thing when they were like that the break in part on the top of my head off the dome. That's where it could have fit exactly. best with the, with the existing plot. However, that's great, and that's just our theories um, and thoughts. But but yeah, so I mean, I think overall, you know, looking forward to seeing where they go next. Exactly. Um, but um, yeah. I'm curious though, what would you rate the movie out of ten? It's a solid six. question. Nah, I changed my mind. Five and a half. Six. Five and a half. Okay. Yeah. I I I probably said, I, I I might I I'd probably go for the six or seven area. I like I need to watch it again to make sure I get all the details. That's fair. But like, it's not one of the ones that I would like choose to watch over and over and over again. Not like Mulan. By myself. Yeah. No, it's not like Mulan. Like Mulan's a solid 10 out of 10. I watch it over and over again. I watch it Or anything bored. featuring Chris Evans. Having ha- or anything Chris feature- featuring Chris Evans. I get lines stuck in my head. <laughs> um, Five Nights as Freddy's was very much a, not necessarily a one and done, but like I need to watch it again to make sure I get the details, but I wouldn't watch it alone. I could, I could give the movie two ratings. I think that as a... F- FNAF fan that knows any basic lore, I'd give the movie an 8. But if you don't really get what's happening, I would give it probably a 6 or 5 because it doesn't try to baby you or like simplify everything down to something that you would get in a movie. Which I do like. I, I do like that too. Um, just unfortunately, that hurts yeah. general audience appeal. I guess I'll say I, I've rated movies that I'm like I was you know I was I've rated movies that I was more excited for worse than that. Like I think like going into it, I'm like, you know, first of all, you know, it, going into it, everyone's like, let's go. It comes out, you hear like, you know, the kind of the low, you know, you know, you know, in that little spoiler free time period, very small one, um, like the thing of like, ooh, and you're like, oh, and then yeah. and then you watch it, you're like, okay, like you know, and you kind of see probably I I I'm still. Once again, I'm, I, it built. You know, the, uh, there was a build up. We got there. I was excited to watch it. I watched it. I enjoyed the movie. But I think an important aspect of the specifically the ending, mm-hmm. it got me excited. Yeah. For the next movie. Exactly. And it's set up so perfectly for the idea <coughs> that the next movie can exist. I agree. It wasn't a. Again, I really hate the, when Marvel the second movie this, comes out. It doesn't feel like it's going to be forced. Yeah, like it, there are some scenes where this, it just feels like this doesn't feel like a forced movie. Yeah. It feels like, oh, there can absolutely There's another part, be yeah. something involved in this. Could you end the series here? Yes, absolutely. But would you be missing out? Absolutely, yeah. you would be missing out mm-hmm. so much on what it set up. Um, Justin, I'm curious, what would you rate the movie as someone who has seen it but isn't a big FNAF fan? I don't know how you could say I'm not a big FNAF fan. Uh, because um, you haven't caught up on everything. I'm calling it that. I know it's elitist as fuck, but... Caught up on everything means, like, I don't like Security Breach. No, 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 no. I mean, you got FNAF 1 through 4, you got Security Breach, and you know the base background of the books. 
All right, well, I've never well, read the books. Well, we'll, exactly. well, I mean, okay, we'll, fine, fine. Moderate fan, moderate fan. I, uh, I, call you I give fan. a solid eight and a half. Eight and a half? Okay, oh, that's just, I'm solid, just, solid, I was just solid. curious about that. Again, I think overall, solid film if you know FNAF. If you don't know FNAF, it's going to be confusing. Yeah. That's but, the overall consensus of the movie. But, you know, but still, you're like, okay. Exactly, yeah. 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 As a film, yeah. if you know nothing, nothing at all, it is, I would say, akin to the other animatronic horror films like. What is it? The Nick Cage film, um, Willy's Wonderland, something like that. Willy's it is Wonderland. a nice, campy film mm-hmm. that you can enjoy if you don't care about lore. Yeah. But if you care about lore, it is done really well. It, tr- you know what, guys? I'll give you the zinger. It truncates the games well, and it sets up well for the next idea of a movie. If you weren't playing the drinking game during the podcast, um. You're probably fine. But if you were, um, go get your stomach pumped. <laughs> guys, guys, I'm sorry. If you were playing the drinking game, I personally need to apologize. I like big words. Also, also, truncate, 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 truncate. Now that I've, trunk- cut, now that I've cut Clissa's mic trunk- off, thank you all for listening to this episode today. Uh, another had great conversations with some great new people. Excellent. I'll make sure you guys get your complimentary stickers for being here. Thank you all so much for coming I'm out. Excited. I know, it's going to be really exciting. So, yes. So, yeah, so you know, thank you all for this episode. Yeah. We'll see you all again next week for something. We're figuring out exactly what we want to do next week. Just real quick. Sure. Um, leave your thoughts and opinions in our comments. Yeah, in the Q and A down below. Q and A down below. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll pin it. See, look, I had something. Yeah. We have a Twitter now too. Kind of interesting to say. Oh yeah, shit! We do have a Twitter now. It's called X. Call it X. Or yeah. Elon's gonna shoot no. you. No. My deepest apologies. We have an X now. Clissa did not know we had an. X. I mean, it literally. During class a few hours ago, so, but yeah, so nothing's there. But go check it out, I guess. I don't know. Thank you so much. I need to fill a line on our thing. We also have a new thing where we can just we can yeah. suggest episodes to new listeners. So go check out those episodes. Yeah. Check out the, check out our podcast list, listed down below in our uh, similar as thing. So, fleshing it out. We should be getting our also we should be getting our 2023 analytics coming in soon. I got a notification about that, so we'll see some information about who's watching the podcast. But yeah, anyway, check out our link tree. Join our Discord. Follow us on all of our social media so you can stay up to date on everything that we do. And as always, thank you so much for your viewership. Thank you so much for your support. We love you guys so much. Thank you, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. Jason here. I counted 22 truncates. That's quite a few.